You are now listening to Get A Girl Vision Podcast with your girl, Shar is in the building. That's right. And I have my girl, Miss Tori from the Color Curve Podcast. We are going to be talking about a lot of things, but the most important thing is our sisterhood. We're going to talk about the good and the bad, so you know what to do, right? Get into it. to the Get A Girl Vision GIGB podcast. I'm your girl host, Shar, and today I have my quad sister, special guest, Miss Tori from the Color podcast, and I must add one-fourth of the Empress Corner, which I'm a part of. Hey! How are you? I am so, so happy to have you. You know how long I wanted you and I to sit down and talk, you know? This is long overdue. Yes. Unfortunately, it's not a visual because I've kind of, you know, converted back into this audio because I think it's such an authentic piece of being a podcaster. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So I I love um, people just hearing my voice and me just laying back and being just me you know exactly exactly thank you for having me here I'm so so hyped to be here so thank you so much for extending the invitation yes talk to all your visionaries Mm -hmm. I'm I'm looking forward to it (laughs) so listen up visionaries um we're gonna get more in you know, touch, and I'm going to let you know a lot more about my girl, Tori. But I do want um, to have a icebreaker question, so a few questions for you. So I'm going to start off. And for all of you guys know, I don't do long podcasts, okay? <laughs> you know me. I'm a, I usually do 20 minutes by myself and like 30, and it could be to an hour. But we're going to just be authentic and talk. And yes. with us, talk a lot with each other <laughs> so I don't want to push it to two hours okay okay we won't we won't do that we'll have to give them a part two for that but that's the part of our sisterhood so <laughs> we're gonna talk about sisterhood in a bit but I first want to you know ask you a few questions okay. so as a child what did you want to be when you grew up oh a computer engineer I really? knew that I wanted to be a computer engineer since, since I was about seven years old. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was the I was the kid that um you had to be careful what kind of toys to give to because I wanted to break them all the way down <laughs> to see how they work and then put right. them back together. 
So right around the age of about 10, my parents would have to actually go to like the Goodwills or, you know, like the, 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 you know, the store, like the thrift stores and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To get me old computers so that I could break them down because I was doing it to the new ones. And they were like, wait a minute. So, uh -huh. so I knew from a young age that I definitely wanted to be something along the lines of an engineer or a technician in that computer. Really? That is super yeah. Yeah, definitely. Oh, I would never have thought that though. Yes, I'm a, I'm a little geek at heart. You know? <laughs> I love it. That's why I love you so because I'm a bit of a geek myself. So <laughs> see, it was that wow. unspoken bond. <laughs> exactly. That is so cute. <laughs> um, so, what is your favorite item that you bought this year? Oh, that's a tricky one because with COVID, I don't even really leave the house. So now yeah. I got to think about all of my Amazon purchases. Yes. My <laughs> that, well, that's really what it is, though, because yeah. I, I cleared it out and then I have a big cart right now that I want to clear. And, you mm -hmm. know, this is in, but it's like all for me. So it's like so weird. But yes, I would say I would say probably my ring light. Um, okay. I know that's super simple, but we started going live, you know, not too long ago. Yeah. And we didn't have one. So it's been super beneficial for me, you know, with promoting and going mm -hmm. live with my girls and, you know, having that extra like light to pop. Yeah. So that was probably it's my best purchase so far this year. Okay. I need to get an actual new, a bigger one. I don't really like mine anymore. You know, yeah, I just want to advance it. With all the filters. They got ones yes. with all kinds of filters on so yeah good. okay you gotta mm -hmm. you gotta give me the link for that one so okay sure. i got you i'll send it to you mm -hmm. <laughs> okay so the last icebreaker question what's the best piece of advice you've ever been given set set boundaries and say no that's i know that sounds like two I, it's actually two i just put them together <laughs> no but that that's nice yeah, set, set boundaries, boundaries and say no I um I was I didn't have any boundaries, you know, mm -hmm. well into my twenties. I, I didn't realize that I needed them. I thought that being weighed down and tired and taking on everybody's task and everybody's yeah. emotions, I thought that was normal. And yeah. so when I realized like, no, you gotta start saying no or not right mm -hmm. now, or you know, hey, let me come back to you when I have some free time. I had to start setting those boundaries. And when I did So basically oh, you had a amazing. positive figure who actually told you that and that was the best yeah. advice that you've been given. Absolutely. For me, as I never knew that until I was like in my forties, which is so sad. Really? Because yeah, yeah, because I was that person that would always wanna help and it, mm -hmm. I would get tired of yeah. being the helper because I'm the yep. go-to girl the, the friend too. that everyone comes to mm -hmm. and so you always want to like help but it was yeah. until I got divorced I transformed into a, a get a girl yeah <laughs> and I was able to say no and get it together you know mm -hmm. so that's how get a girl was you and know, you got birth. into it yes <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, some it's some it's some very very sound advice. It came mm -hmm. from someone that I was able to confide in, so they saw. Cause you know how we are. Like when we when we take on a bunch of tasks, we don't 
show to the person that you know that we're helping that we're overwhelmed we're not mm-hmm. going to show that we're like yeah we got it oh yeah it's nothing yeah. so i had that one person that saw it like they saw how draining it was and they were like why don't you start saying no or you know mm-hmm. not right now and so honey when i did that oh my gosh like it's like a sense of peace that you know yeah. that you can kind of pocket out for yourself but don't you notice when you do say no to people it's almost like they can't stand you for saying that or they're shocked yes. or like, how dare you say no? Yeah. And yeah. It, especially if it's like a family member or anybody mm-hmm. that, respect you know, you do members. respect. Yes. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you say no, they're like, ah, I don't know. It, it, it's sometimes it was hard for me to say it, but now yeah. I'm so easy to say it that they don't even bother anymore. They're just like, okay, well, I'm not going to get that from her. And it's like, usually it's like the money part, you know, mm-hmm. um, people yeah. asking you for money and yeah. not giving it back and all that stuff. So but see, that's why I added the two together and said, create boundaries and say no, because yeah. when you create the boundary, it makes the no you. less mm-hmm. of a blow because you either ain't going to have to say it at all. Or yep. they're gonna pretty much assume that there's a chance she's gonna say no. Say no. So you gotta start setting up boundaries. You gotta start saying stuff like, "Ooh, you know, I gotta start seeing my savings account growing because it's you know it's dwindling down a little too further than I mm-hmm. like." Or you gotta mm-hmm. start saying stuff like, "I'm thinking about buying a house. I'm thinking about moving." You know what I'm saying? So you gotta kind of put those boundaries out there, even if you mm-hmm. don't want to just blatantly say it. So that when you do deliver that no, it's at least is a little less of a blow. Yes. Yes. I agree with you a hundred percent. Yeah. That is a very, very good, good um advice that, that mm-hmm. person. So kudos to that person. Because yes. it it makes you an amazing person. Yes, so it was my mother actually. So thank you, mom. <laughs> yes. That's right. <laughs> so on to the topics. I mm-hmm. wanted to talk about sisterhood, podcasting community, mm-hmm. and one of my favorite episodes of yours. Okay. So bonding over gossip. So let's talk about sisterhood. With sisterhood, what is the true meaning of sisterhood to you? To me? You just, yeah, just sum it up. Like, anything. So I would just say it's a genuine relationship where you can truly be yourself and have some trust, loyalty, and respect in the mix, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, and it just so happens to be a female. <laughs> well, yes. nowadays, I mean, it doesn't have to be, but you know, oh, but yeah. Wow. It's- we ain't gonna get into that. <laughs> okay. But yeah, that's, a, just- that's a lot trending going on, but... I just want everybody to feel included around here as visionaries. Okay? Yeah, just, yes, you know, yes, visionaries. And that's true. <laughs> Everyone needs but to be yeah. included. Yeah, but, but yeah, yes, sisterhood. Sisterhood is a very important thing for me. Um, Get a Girl Vision. It all started off with a sisterhood. I don't know if you know the background, but it was mm-hmm. due through my divorce and right. cultivating with positive, like-minded women. And I find once a woman is true to herself and knows what she wants and is a go-getter and understands the importance of respecting others Mm -hmm. um it flows well it flows amazingly well but there's some pockets where there's sisterhoods 
where it doesn't flow well. They call themselves sisters, yeah. but yet there's negative um, issues that go around their sisterhood mm-hmm. uh, groups, you know? So um, where I'm trying to get at, like, I know in the past I've been to, you know, groups that I thought were sisterhoods, but as soon as I walk in, the presence have changed. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if it's because of my strong personality. And I know I'm a good person and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very observant. But I feel like when I get to a certain spot and I don't feel at home, that's when I kind of like shut down and I don't say anything. Like, so yeah. my demeanor has changed. And I find this a lot in little pockets of communities where, you know, there's always that one person who kind of like spoils it for a group, you know? And so when it comes to podcasting, I met you as a fellow podcaster, which I'm very, very grateful for. And um, it was just by kind of like fluke in a sense where I mm-hmm. think we both were invited to Erica from yep. the Erica, um, her podcast C? with the C, her mm-hmm. podcast. How can I forget? <laughs> <laughs> um, my sister, a cancer sister too. She um, reached out to me, and then we we basically had um, three of us. It was supposed to be a fourth person, but that fourth mm-hmm. person didn't show up. Right. Or right. something like that. And we basically started talking. And that I felt was a developed sisterhood instantly. Yeah. We got connected so well. And, you know, me, I felt I felt a little out of place in the podcast world, I'm gonna be honest, um, mm-hmm. with the community because there's not a lot of Canadian podcasters. And if they are, yeah. they're not really part of the community, right? Mm-hmm. And so um when I got into the podcasting it was just kind of like I wanted to be it was more therapeutic for me but my father passed away two days after that I decided to start a podcast and the podcast was more for me to like express my feelings to reach out to people to kind of like you know speak on behalf of other women Mm -hmm. and so when we met it, the dynamics was there. But this question that I have, for your podcast community, I remember you going on live and basically reaching out to people, letting them know how you felt about certain things that happened in the podcast yeah. community. Do you want to touch base on that? We don't really, disclaimer, this is not about bashing any podcaster <laughs> whatsoever, okay? But it was the truth. And I got yeah. to catch it and I really wanted to touch base with it because that's, you basically was speaking my mind, you know? I, I was speaking a lot of people's minds. Yes. Honestly. And you had the balls to talk about it. <laughs> and I really, really love that about you, right? So do you want to just touch base about how you felt that day? Yeah. Um, so... Okay. 
a little so i'm gonna go back a little bit to what you were saying about when um you know how the four of us from the empress corner we all hit it all so well and i think yeah. that um especially when when we first first met on erica's show i think that friendships that start off all on the even playing field tend to work out better mm-hmm. when it's multiple people versus if it was like me and erica knew each other for a hundred years and then we came. <laughs> You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So we were all on an even playing field with having to get to know each other yeah. individually. So I think that helps when you have a group of of sis, uh, sisterhood mm-hmm. when you all start off, you know, at the same time. So that's that. But then that also rolls into why I kind of had that moment on social media because I felt like being one of the newer um podcasters that kind of joined this this family of podcasters not the empress corner but just you know our network yeah i feel like um i wasn't i wasn't expecting so many people to want to isolate you into their breakoff cruise and it was to a point like i thought that it was like one big collective of just you know supportive podcasters and then i realized like it is but then there's clicks there there are podcast clicks Mm -hmm. and you know and it's like okay so if you have the people that's closest to you that's fine but it gets messy when you start telling people what clicks not to do um guest appearances with Oh who my not gosh. to record with like then it's like really yeah i don't record with this person or you know mm-hmm. this person is doing this this person isn't authentic this person is and it just it got crazy wow it got crazy and it was to the point where i could literally scroll in my dms and mm-hmm. show different people who have reached out to say don't work with such and such and it's ridiculous oh my gosh and it's really hurtful because and i never ever even ask you because i really don't want to know um (laughs) who and what and stuff like that but i've had like side eyes and i've and it's really sad and it's almost like okay for instance like there was one podcaster Mm -hmm. i don't know if i was following i probably was following them but not really responding because you know there's so many people and I don't feel like we're podcasters and I feel our attention is supposed to be focused on our audience, people who authentically listen to our podcast. It's not about reaching out to other podcasters because we're all on the same hustle. We are supposed to be together. We're supposed to be lifting each other, helping each other out because we're part of a community. And I, call that sisterhood and brotherhood okay mm-hmm. but when it comes to similar to what you were talking about like when another podcaster sees your stuff mm-hmm. and blocks you I took it I take it to heart in a sense like wow is there something about my stuff that you like okay if no, you block me that's fine but it's like what is it is it it's who to- you're networking with that's what right. I'm saying. Because some of these people that have DM'd me saying mm-hmm. to not network, my response has always been, I choose my friends. I choose mm-hmm. my community. I choose 
who I'm just because you have a problem with this person doesn't mean that I'm going to. So mm-hmm. I'm going to choose, you know, who I work with, who I interact with, who stuff I like and follow and share. I'm going to choose that. And when they get those type of responses, I've had some block me. Because I refused to work with the people that they didn't want me to work with. And I'm so glad that they did because I wouldn't want you in my space. Right. And that's what I said when I got blocked. Because I guess I was following somebody or I responded or whatever. And I think it's really catty. And I wouldn't want those people watching or looking at myself. Because I honestly believe in certain things like certain energies kind of tarnish your character so for anyone who does not like me that's fine just Mm -hmm. press the button (laughs) delete it or whatever you know what I mean because I know who I am and I'm real to a lot of people and it's like there's nothing fake about me okay (laughs) and that's the problem and right. that's the problem. They want you to have that fakeness to you because that's the part of you that they would be able to attach to. So yeah. when you're too real and they're too fake, there's nothing mm-hmm. that allows them to attach themselves to you. So therefore, you are the enemy. Mm. That's so sad. So, it's a real cold world sometimes. Yeah. And I really cool. didn't expect it in our podcast community. But take in mind there are some really great people that genuinely will seem to be very genuine Mm -hmm. um that you know ongoingly communicate with me with you with us the empress corner um you know people come out and they support which i'm very 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 grateful for so Mm -hmm. and it's surprising how many females like I've, I guess in the real world, I don't have, mm-hmm. well, not I guess, but in the real world, I don't have nearly as many uh, female friends, companions, associates, whatever we're calling them today. I don't have yeah. nearly as many as I do in the podcast community. Really? So, See? Yeah, the, res- mm-hmm. the response that I've received from a lot of females in, in this, a lot of women in podcasting is amazing. I love mm-hmm. the women around me in podcasting. Yes. I me love too. It. It's the I'm telling you the, the toxic ones are usually the men. I yeah. said it. <laughs> yeah. I said it. I said it. I said it. It's it's yeah. usually the men. Yeah. Which is really sad. It is <laughs> cuz you, you would, would never think, think... They would be excited to be around yeah. all these women. Yeah. But no. But you know what? Who cares? Like you just exactly. got to keep it moving. You know what That's I mean. All you can do. My content do is not... not for you. Yeah. So I don't. You don't yeah. have to listen. So just block out the negativity. You know, yeah. and continue having that support system with you know the great like-minded people around you. Absolutely. Period. Period. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. So we're gonna talk about one of my favorite episodes on your show okay girl (laughs) it's called bonding over gossip so i guess it kind of twines into what we're talking about like what we were just talking about but talk about that episode for the people so they can even come on and listen to your um your pod as well and then you can leave your handles and stuff like that 
Okay, yeah. So, Bonding Over Gossip um, was an episode that I think it was a solo episode. I don't think I had a guest for yes. that episode. Yeah. Uh, which is, is going to become a new normal for me really soon. But mm -hmm. yeah, so it was a solo episode. And um, I just wanted to just explain to some people that you have to be careful with the company that you keep because mm -hmm. in certain female relationships when you have a group of women especially you have the bone collector or the bone <laughs> carrier and yeah. then you have the gossip pleasers right and yeah. so if you, and i was telling the people that were listening if you look at your group chat and you scroll through and majority of the people that you're talking about in your group chat are not a part of the group chat then you probably are, are are bonding over gossip that's not mm -hmm. probably a real friendship you know mm -hmm. and some women do not know how and men too some people do not know how to have genuine connections and relationships with people unless they feel like they have to bring some type of gossip into the mix and when mm -hmm. you realize that every time you pick up the phone or read a text from a certain friend it's like girl let me tell you about did you hear about your girl if that's like the only thing y'all talk about it's not a real friendship yeah those are bonding over gossip and that mm -hmm. happens at every age i don't care if it's a 10 year old or a 100 year old they we all do it yeah and it's not healthy it's not healthy and you know what you just you just raised the flag for me with when it comes to my teenage son i overheard him the other day and this is so real i heard him the, the other day and he was actually gossiping with a friend and i i had to stop him after he got off the phone i was like you know mm -hmm. that's not okay to be yeah. gossiping and i never realized that that's what it was you know it was just he was having a conversation and he was tarnishing somebody else. And I said, how would you feel if someone did that to you? Because possibly they could be doing that to you right after exactly. you get off the phone. Mm -hmm. So you got to be careful. And so, you know, I felt that it was my duty as a mother to talk to my 15 year old because I don't want him to be that person or to, right. you know, carry news and stuff like that. So yeah. I feel it's really, really important to try to be true to yourself and stay away from that because that imposes a lot of problems and issues in life. Mm -hmm. And I know I grew up with a lot of hearing gossip because, God forbid, I, I really don't want to talk about my mom. She used to do that a lot. Her bonding with mm -hmm. her girlfriends were so weird. <laughs> and. <laughs> I, I I guess that was a flag for me. I was always like, I don't want to do that. Like, and that's just part of that culture. Like, yeah. she's Indian, and I think mm -hmm. that's what they normally do. And yeah, me, and my, me and my sister, yes. <laughs> yeah, and me and my sister, we saw that, and we we don't really like the phone because of it. I guess because mm -hmm. you know how there's some people who just always are on the phone yep. like their neck is hurting their, right you know those old school phones where they just have their, their <laughs> yep. you know the phone on their <laughs> yeah their I grew up, yes <laughs> i grew up watching my aunties and everyone doing it you know i mean i love my fam and everything but i was just like yo this was so toxic to me <laughs> it really was it's and it i was really like, is. i don't want to be that of person. those conversations than anything else 
Yeah. It, and they would co- they would gossip about each other with your sibling rivalries and yes. stuff like that, which is so yes. so yes. crazy. I'm right? telling you, we all we all have heard, I'm telling you, your mom mm-hmm. is no different from a lot of our moms. We've yeah. all heard them on the phone, whether it's with their favorite co-worker talking about all the other yes. so many of my mom's co-workers' names. Oh yeah, <laughs> because she had to talk about them. them. Yes. So between that and, like you said, siblings <laughs> talking about other siblings, like yeah, um, it's a yeah. real thing. It's an, and maybe it, it. No, it probably happens more today because we have social media. Yes, so but you know what? It's very prevalent because a lot of women just expect every woman to do it because they've done it they expect you so i've got caught in crossfires where i don't have no business being part of because i know i didn't say shit okay right. and i've been <laughs> exactly. a, and i've been approached and yelled at saying i heard you did a nice i looked right in their face and said girl you lying because you could <laughs> never ever ever heard me say shit and i was Are very confident lying? and being confident it's not lying. I was not lying. I was confident. I looked straight in her face and I said, you lying. Because that <laughs> can never be me. That is not who I am. And you right. can ask anybody. If anyone tells me a secret, it stays in my ears. You understand? Yeah. And not out my mouth. So no, no one can ever, ever. And that's the thing. There was there was one girl. She was pregnant. She told me not to tell anybody. This was at where I didn't tell a soul. She goes, you're going to be godmother. I said, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. And she was pregnant. She It was winter, so she always covered up. No one knew until the next day she went into labor. And they're like, she went into labor. We didn't even know she was pregnant. And then she, I guess I was at the hospital. So they're like, how you know? And I said, I knew about it. And they're like, you didn't tell us? And you work here? No. I was like, why am I telling her? her business to y'all like she said not to tell anybody and I kept right. her secret and you know people respected me a lot because they're like okay well she ain't gonna tell nobody not right. to and that's who I am you know what I mean so yeah. people come to me they'll say whatever but guess what I do not sit and entertain gossip though that's like if right. they're gonna come to me and talk to me about some girl that's part of our circle because yeah. I have a group of women that we are really good friends. We don't talk every day, but we do special events like pajama parties and whatever. And I'm usually the leader of it <laughs> that would, you know, call, like, I'm the one friend that got all these girls together. They never yeah. knew each other. They never mm-hmm. knew each other. But then they bonded and they had their own separate friendship. Yeah. Whatever they do outside has nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. Nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. And so, you know... And I'm glad that they bonded and they have their friendship. And we, when we come together, we're like sisters. And that's what I love yeah. about my girlfriends, right? Mm-hmm. We don't have to talk every day because they know Shar don't talk on phones. I hate yeah. it. Oh, I you love know? <laughs> right? And they, you know what I mean? And sometimes I feel bad, like, shoot, I should contact them. But, you know, they know I love them. They know that I'm busy. They know I have life. And so same with them. But when we get together, it's, it's a movie, you know, and yeah. there's no traction of anyone talking about this person or that person. If there's one person that pisses you off, right. you may vent, 
and but I know that person said my friend will say go talk to that person girl and Mm -hmm. or I'll say go talk to her I'm getting involved but you go you you rent it to me that's fine but you got to go to her and talk to her and usually that's that's what happens you know because you kind of like have to be there for your friends so I feel that is a good friendship when that is that sounds so healthy yes and that's what I'm all about healthiness in a in my relationship with my man yeah. in relationship with my it's and my it's family too. yeah it's my family it's kind of like different because you know when you were a certain you know when you were a certain way and now you were grown up and you have growth but they don't see you that way right, right. <laughs> you know what I mean they see yeah. you still the angry girl exactly. you know what I mean Mm-hmm. because things happen you know you, you transform into a different person and I feel there's always room for growth in anybody Absolutely. and so just because you were this one person who is maybe vulnerable not really loving yourself and so you were an emotional person and you may be erratic at one point mm-hmm. they may look at you that way forever and it's usually your family members because they they think they know you but really (laughs) they think they know you but they really don't know your thoughts you know what I mean your good girlfriends tend to know you more you know what I mean so girlfriend sisterhood is so so important and I'm glad you're part of my sisterhood yes is very important because a toxic one honey oh no I let those go I have episodes, I I had some, and even in the circle, there was a toxic girl who tried to bring in drama, and I had to just cut that cord, like, I was Mm -hmm. like, I'm off this gravy train, homie, I'm out. Who else do you for being able to do that? Because a lot of us haven't figured out how to do that yet. No, I don't, I don't stick around, because if I have to lie in bed and stress my head out about this individual saying okay. this about me or this person doesn't like me, like I am way too old for that garbage. Like, okay. girl, bye. Mm-hmm. you need to go find your own friends and be miserable. And I noticed that women who do those things are very insecure. Very, Absolutely. very insecure. Absolutely. Secure women cool. don't do that. Secure women bonding over. Yes. Truly bonding over the fact that there are two or three or ten insecure women who are finding some type of relief in having fun and talking about someone else at someone else's expense. Mm -hmm. And that's that's not cool. It's not. And when you reach a certain age, it's actually pretty sickening. Yeah. It's like, really? Like, I refuse. At this point in my life, I just absolutely refuse to voluntarily deal with headaches and people that just don't align with me. Mm-hmm, I just mm-hmm. have no room for it anymore. No, because your your tolerance level shouldn't be there. And besides, you have a beautiful family. Your husband's your best friend. You got mm-hmm. your children. You do mm-hmm. not have time exactly. for all of that nonsense. You know absolutely. what I mean? You want someone that can bring something to the table. Not when you're at the table that once you, you wait, you get off the table to start talking Thank about you. you. You know what I'm saying? No, so I'm good. Thank none of that job. All of that. Yeah. <laughs> all of that. Yes. Yes. So, I mean, I've done better. I've 
had hold on to I used to hold on to relationships with girls girlfriends for a long time like especially those ones like you know from high school and you hung on to them in your 20s and then maybe in your 30s and really and truly there was growth but you weren't seeing it because you were just manifesting or holding on to what was once was you know what I mean and Mm -hmm. then that didn't transform they basically changed on you or you've changed and they didn't like it you know what I mean and you changed for the better you but they wanted you to be the party person to go out every weekend and get drunk that's not you no more you are a working woman you know you have your career you're a mother and then sometimes they haven't transformed into that light as you are so they hate on you now you're too good (laughs) you know what Mm -hmm. you have to be careful there too and I think it's something that I don't even know if I'm truly out of all the way but I'm trying to get out of and what I Mm -hmm. mean is so because I have the I don't have the tolerance like I used to I think I'm too easy to cut you off I think that for healthy friendships I should at least in some occasions, you know, maybe hear the person out or if they if they apologize and admit the wrong, that it's okay to move forward with the friendship versus me, I would yes. I still would just cut it completely off. I would yes. just be completely done. And so I don't think that's healthy either. Mm-mm. No. So that's something that I'm that I'm I can I can admit to. I've lost right. probably some really good friends in the past because I was so quick to just cut them off, just like it was nothing. Yeah, I did that to one friend, but I don't know if I felt pretty good about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm like you too. Like sometimes I don't feel like it's worth talking to that person. I just right. cut them off. Um, because for some reason I don't feel like I love them anymore. Like, I mm. felt like you hurt me, and yeah. I have to just, this, I feel this is the best solution is to just stop talking yeah. to you. Yeah. You know, um, if I see you, hi, whatever, whatever. Um, I just had that incident, actually, a week ago, last week, actually, mm-hmm. where I don't want to put too much out there, but there was an individual that... Um, we weren't really friends. We were acquaintance. And she had me as the godparent of their child. Okay. And um, I felt like I was being used in some aspect of, like, you know, when it came to their kids' birthdays, you know, they expected money or they just expected a lot of money coming out yeah. of me. Yeah. And I don't think that's what a godparent's all about. Absolutely. You know, godparent's about a lot of things. It's a mentor, first of mm-hmm. all. Like, if this child is old enough to call me, contact me, come over, mm-hmm. we do things special, then fine. But right. what breaks the camel's back is the disrespect. Yeah. Um, and they came around. I didn't speak to them for a while. I chose not to. And then mm-hmm. they came to a location where I was at. And they looked straight at me with a smile. But due to the mask, thank God for the mask. 
Um, right? <laughs> facial expressions, facial expressions. All you can see is the eyes. The eyes are the most important characteristics right. when it comes to the facial mask. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I look dead straight in her eyes for like a good 10 seconds. No blinking. What? And that was my do not talk to me that was a threat yes that was like do not (laughs) come near me that was like if you come too close you will get smashed right i was (laughs) because i almost premeditated what i would do if that person came around and i didn't know when but i knew that it would happen one day Mm -hmm. but it was kind of like caught off guard Partially because I do wear glasses and I didn't know exactly who that person was right away. So okay. I squinted and then the dead <laughs> stare started. Okay. It made it worse. With the, squint. <laughs> the squint made it worse. How is she supposed to know that you were squinting because you couldn't Right, see? right. <laughs> you Anywho, at the moment when they turned to their wherever, I felt the energy of it shifted. Like, I didn't feel bad about it, but I yeah. felt that they felt bad. And I didn't care because I'm a human being. I deserve respect. You disrespect me. You talk about me behind my back. You don't know that I know, but I know. There's no reason or any type of energy that I should be wasted or anything coming out of my mouth to tell you that I know that I know. I know you know that I know now that you know. <laughs> so I had to cut the string off of that and cut the string off of the child unfortunately the child has to suffer and I don't know how that would ever be bonded like because it is what it is I feel like women need to really step up the game and be women and be you know truth to themselves like if you don't like who I am then say so don't Go behind the table, go behind the door and talk about me to other people and demise my character. Because that's not that's not okay. But Mm -hmm. I sense a bit of insecurity. So I just said, you know what, this is the best way to end it. Do not say anything. Silence is is very, very powerful. It is. It says a lot. Silence says a whole lot. It does. And so I'd rather be silent. So you know, you can work on voice in your opinion but it depends on who it is Tori you know yeah. like if you really care about this person you know me and this person weren't best friends they just chose me to be something important to their child's life right. but they tarnished that by tarnishing my name yeah. so I therefore I have to just leave right mm-hmm. but in other ways there's people that you really love and you really want to work on your relationship then you fight for that relationship if it's yeah. worth it yeah you know? definitely definitely but yeah <laughs> that was good that was some Yay. good information yes <laughs> well I love 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 talking about girlfriends and sisterhood because that's what get a yeah. girl is all about and yeah. I love you as a person you're an amazing person so please let everyone know your handles and where they can get you and where they can find you on instagram and wherever you other platform outlets that you work on and talk about and stuff like that 
Yeah, so you guys can find me on um, IG at Color Curve Podcast, um, the website www.colorcurvepodcast.com, and of course, streaming on all of your favorite podcast platforms. And coming soon on October 18th, yeah, back on the Empress Corner every other Monday, and that's 7 30 p.m. Eastern Time. So, catch us on IG Live where you can see me and Shar together with my girls Erica and Kels. Yes, I can't wait! I can't wait! I know, I know we thought we're gonna do it today, but it's Thanksgiving in Canada right now. So, yes, happy Thanksgiving. You know, yes. So, it's, you know, family time, eating so much food. I'm actually going to go have <laughs> apple pie right now. Ooh, I know it's late, jealous. but I don't care. <laughs> jealous. <laughs> but thank you so much for coming on my yes. show. I'm going to have you more of the girls come on. Just got to schedule them in and Yes, but like you, I love my solo, um, my solo, mm-hmm. you know, episodes, episodes, and stuff like yeah. that. So I love doing that, just talking to the people. So yeah. thank you so much for coming on and being a guest. I really, really appreciate you, and cheers to sisterhood. Yes, thank you, <laughs> thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. We'll talk soon. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye.